3: the sound of year-round
2: pleasure.
4: Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call-in format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks.
0: Educates, syncopates, radio communicates.
5: Well a very, very good evening and welcome to All Things Radio Live, April ninth edition, what is it? Podcast five thirty. And if you're coming into the meeting, I like we just noticed someone please bring Bernie in.
4: I did.
6: Uh, okay. I've it on
4: that. All
5: right, good. So um here we are. We got a lot to talk about. A few changes on Zoom. We'll go over real quick for the folks that come in. These are security enhancements they've made out of necessity. But I'm going to turn it over to Jeff, and Jeff, take it away.
4: Well, I was going to say, maybe Zoom wants to protect everyone from the coronavirus, but that's, that's not really <laughs> true. They, they've had some Zoom bombings, and we can talk about that later on at some other, other time. First of all, we'll say good evening to everybody listening live, and we'll say good evening, good morning, good night, good whatever, anyone listening on delay here. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news. And yes, we do have some radio news, but you, know, you may think that it's overwhelming, but it's not really overwhelming because stations aren't making that many changes right now. Well, except for cutbacks and furloughs, and you know what I mean. We'll follow it up with Jennifer Sparks' caller and format changes. And then we're going to hear an interview that was done a few years ago on a radio station from Naples, Florida, thanks to Bill Sparks for that, this one. The the uh, host's name is Dave Elliott, and the interview is a guy named Fast Eddie. In our classic air check, we're taking you back, way back. Well, pretty much far back in the world's radio when it comes to Top 40 to 1961. We're going to hear Russ Knight, the Weird Beard, on KLIF. A.M., and that was a request from Betty in Knoxville, Tennessee. And then my featured station section, we're going to take a request that was given to us by Dick Scholes out in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He would like to hear radio station WMVY in Martha's Vineyard. That's an FM station that plays some old, you know, eclectic kind of music. So that's what we got this week, Bill. All right. Am I still here?
5: You, know, you are
4: we're all here
7: yeah
5: did so he,
4: that's what that's what's happening that's what's happening so all that's right. all i can tell you uh and we're <laughs> just having fun playing games and listening to radio
5: did we get the happy and happy passover to everybody
0: That's okay. right. Okay. and i
8: i would just say well, though when people come into the just be a
1: little patient with us we're still trying to learn all this stuff so just be a little patient with us we will get you
0: they gonna... put you in a waiting room, and then when they see you waiting, Perry and Jeff and Bill will bring you in. Go ahead, Bill.
5: Did we get 209, uh, our friend, from... The...
4: Uh, I did, yes.
5: Okay, good. We don't want to leave anybody behind. It's a different switch, but Zoom is so much more popular right now. All right, is it time for that award-winning news? I'm
6: it still is. waiting for the award. <laughs> <laughs> well, they canceled the ceremony, so know,
7: they, had to, they have had to sterilize it first because, you know, it's been through the U.S. mail. There's a lot going on,
6: so you have to wait. sheltering in place.
7: Right,
5: and I've had my hands all over it's it, Jeff, sheltering so in a you box may not want somewhere. it. <laughs> yeah, I may not want it, Jeff. I've had my hands all over it. So, I hear you. So, <laughs> <me get> <laughs> so here we go.
4: I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Massive layoffs and furloughs hit WNEW FM in New York City is hit with a $20,000 fine by the FCC. And finally, we'll let you know what's happening on the street. It was a very busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and what can you say? The buzzword this week is layoff and furlough. And we've heard that so many weeks in a row. And this week's company is Eddicom. First of all, let's point out that Eddicom has had some financial difficulties since they bought the CBS radio stations back in 2018. Nevertheless, there's much pain for the intercom employees who either laid off or furloughed, and I think it's important to look at this list and see just how many employees are affected. However, this is not a complete list of those employees. We only know the names of the employees who were affected, and these are employees who chose to have their names published. In New York City, sports anchors who worked at radio station WFAN AM, and also did work at WINS AM, were affected. John Miko, who'd spent 30 years with radio station WFAN since its inception in 1987, had his contract bought out. Also affected with sports anchor Harris Allen, who also worked at radio station WFAN and did evening sports anchoring at radio station WINS AM. The pain also hit radio station WCBS AM, that's the all news operation in New York City, with the layoff of sports anchor Jay Bourbon. And as you look at the list, it's a who's who of radio announcers. In Los Angeles, California, say goodbye to Chris Booker, who did mornings at radio station KAMP FM with a pop CHR format. Before working in Los Angeles, Chris Booker worked in New York City at radio station WXRK FM, as well as in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at radio station WIOQ FM. In Boston, Massachusetts, the pain was also felt as the morning crew at radio station WODS-FM Amp 103.3 were all let go. The morning hosts for this radio station were TJ Taramita and Lauren Ray. In Detroit, Michigan, say so long to Chuck Edwards who spent 20 years working at radio station WYCD-FM which programs a country format. Also leaving WYCD-FM is Cadillac Jack who handled middays and was also their assistant program director. And after 38 years Nancy Quill has exited her role as midday personality at radio station WMJX-FM in Boston, Massachusetts. And the list goes on. Say so long to Jeff Sheen, who exits mornings at radio station KHMX FM in Houston, Texas. Washington, D.C. is in the mood to the pain. Say so long to Jason Kidd who handled mornings at radio station WIADFM, 94.7 the drive. Now let's travel to San Francisco, California, where after 23 years, say so long to Eric Axelson, who worked at Radio Station KITS FM. KITS FM programs in alternative format. Now let's travel to Chicago, Illinois, where we said goodbye to Diane Seal, who worked at radio station WBMX FM. BMX FM programs a classic hip-hop format. And in Portland, Oregon, we said goodbye to Bobby Duncan, who hosted afternoon drives at radio station KGON-FM. KGON-FM programs a classic rock format. Remember that radio station we featured a while ago, Rock of the 80s, KROQHD2? Well, Freddie Snakesman is gone. He handled mornings at this radio station. And the pain continues at radio station WRCHFM in Hartford, Connecticut, where we said so long to Dean Richards. Dean Richards handled evenings for this radio station for 28 years, and he was the music director at the radio station as well. Finally, sports anchors Bruce McGowan and Joe Salvador, enters their roles as sports anchors at radio station KCBS AM in San Francisco, California. KCBS AM programs in all news format. We just gave you a tip of the iceberg. Layoffs and furloughs from this radio company continue on and on. David Field, CEO of Intercom, says that the layoffs had to occur in order for the company to survive. The company has cash reserves, allowing it to keep going to the year 2024. Unfortunately, Wall Street wasn't very happy with the financial performance for this company. The stock before the layoffs was at $1.25 a share after Intercom announced the layoffs the stock went down to 88 cents a share. And the pain continues with Endicom, with the FCC proposing a $20,000 fine for radio station WNEW fm fm back in 2018 ran Ease Tones, that's the emergency broadcast tones, on the Jeff and Karen Morning Show. While the Ease Tones didn't cause any problems back in 2018, the FCC wasn't amused, and they proposed a $20,000 fine for Endicom for misusing the Ease Tones back in 2018. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. A pair of Sports Grid video shows will be added to the SB Nation schedule. Starting on April 14th, you can listen to Scott Farrell from 4pm to 6pm at Game Time, hosted by Gabe Morency and Cam Stewart, will air in the 6pm hour. Further changes to the SB Nation network have not been announced at this time. Congratulations go out to Casey Termini, who's been added to the morning show at radio station KHT-TFM in Tulsa, Oklahoma. KHT-TFM programs a pop CHR format. In Austin, Texas, the Austin Statesman American is adding a streaming internet radio station. The station will be programming an all-talk format, which will complement the internet music streaming system. Service. Mornings will be held down by Jeff Ward, who comes to this streaming service after working at radio station KLBJ AM in Austin, Texas. Finally, say goodbye to the all sports format in Wichita Falls, Texas at radio station KXPN FM. The station dropped ESPN in favor of classic country, and as their management said, there isn't much sports content on the radio these days. Oh, I really feel sorry for those who love baseball these days because it's just not going to happen. Or is it? His industry proposal by MLB. The baseball season would continue, however, the games wouldn't be played at baseball stadiums. They will be played in Arizona at baseball training fields. And the reason they chose Arizona is because all of the training fields are about 50 miles apart, and they can also make use of the Arizona Diamondback Stadium as well. Will this proposal fly? I really don't know, but it's certainly interesting to think about. Finally, with COVID virus affecting our lives in so many ways, KCBS-FM owned and operated by Endicom, they program the Jack format, and they've come up with an interesting public service announcement for the Red Cross blood donation program. And if you listen to the news, you'll find out that there's a real blood shortage in the country. So here's how this promotion sounds. I think it's pretty good.
8: 931 Jack FM Jack's blood donor
4: matchup
8: Okay, healthy people. The blood supply is in dire shortage. Hey Jack Way past toilet paper shortage levels. I'll give you 500 bucks for that roll of toilet paper. So step up and donate It's quick and easy. It hurts way less than when you broke up with Jack FM on our birthday in front of the whole family and drove off with Keith in a stupid IROG Z So find a blood donation center near you. Your blood will get matched up with a patient in need. And you'll even be called a hero by the staff. Not that you or Keith deserve that title, Vanessa okay, fine, whatever. You and Keith go be all happy together in quarantine. Hey, this is Jack FM human employee, John.
0: Donate at Children's Hospital, Los Angeles. Set up an appointment at 323-361-2441 or go to chla.org.
3: 931 Jack FM is helping LA stay connected.
7: Go to radio.com slash stay connected.
4: If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line the phone number is 800-693-0595 that's 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team for all things radio i'm jeff bennett
5: well you thank you jeff very interesting A lot of news and let yeah. the talking begin let me
0: yeah let me correct one thing that's actually the austin american statesman you had it backwards there oh that's okay. what they had it backwards <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. John
7: Menko is, is pretty talented. He does Army football and St. John's basketball, too. So he'll be, yeah, and, and he'll and be he'll
4: all be, right. Be, he'll be continuing the St. John's basketball, they said. As a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, I thought I heard that he came to WFAN after working in Indianapolis, Indiana. But I'm not so sure if that's correct.
7: That's yeah, I've heard that.
5: It is correct. I've heard that. It is Go correct. Ahead, Bill. I said it is correct, Jeff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, John Good. Menko, he worked on WIRE at that time. So
4: and that was yeah. weren't they owned by Jeff uh, by the owner of Emmis at that time? No, his family. No, at that point, they Bill, were I'm not. sure. No, but they I'm were just, not. Okay.
7: So well, that would make sense because that's who owned Fan at the time was Emmis. Uh,
4: True. Yeah. Mike, I know that. Uh, well, you can talk about it briefly, but you know, even you've, you've been noticing trending res- results here, and I certainly have noticed them. We talked about it in the news already, but you have a friend who, well, uh, you don't have to over embellish it, but uh, who also had have health has felt some pain because of this coronavirus virus
1: well it's something that people have listened to this podcast will know uh, danny wayne who we've featured many different times uh, we had him recently voice tracking on wbow in the river in Terre haute oh yeah uh, absolutely also doing the uh uh the interview when he was covering the super bowl the second time the colts went uh and Some other things, the weather, where he did the three-month thing with uh, Jesse, the Channel 2 in Terre Haute. But anyway, Danny and five other people were were, um, furloughed, said, uh, until economic conditions improve uh, on the Terre Haute, Indiana market with Midwest. So there's going to be so many that we don't even know about. But the thing I think he was interested in, I mean, you know, his weekend shift, he figured that's expendable. But he's concerned about how they'll take care of the public affairs show, uh, which got me wondering... What constitutes the FCC requirements for doing a local public affairs show? Could they just have something done anywhere in the state of Indiana and declare it a state event and not really have to be local to the city, county, or coverage area of the radio station? I uh, was also concerned about the midday person being let go, that this is an opportunity maybe for stations to get rid of people who um, make more revenue and replace them with people who will work for less, or maybe even ask existing people say, look, we don't want to let you go. But you have to be willing to take less money uh, for us to keep you on the air. But
4: as a a matter of fact, Mike, we're going to talk about that next week because I'm hoping that we'll get more some more details. But, for example, Mary Burner at Cumulus is not laying off anyone. But if you want to work for Cumulus, you're going to be furloughed in a way that that will give you less pay. But they still want you to work. And she's taking a 50 percent cut. Bernie, I I know that, uh, you know, you work with MSM. Have they have they done anything in this area or have they talked about it or is it kind of hush hush?
9: They actually have have not made, to my knowledge, any changes yet. They, as we all know, sold off several stations not too long ago. And so right now, they're doing pretty well. They obviously are losing advertisers like everybody else. uh, But there was even a discussion we give away on the the station that I work for, uh, $500 a day in a contest. And they talked about should they continue doing it. And they thought, well, you know what? People in, in Indianapolis and surrounding areas need money, so yeah. we got to keep doing it. And so they are.
4: Well, with all the businesses closed, I mean, it, you know, I know the government is supposed to help people who are unemployed, but you know, it, and they are going to get help, but it takes time, and it's, it's not something that that's going to happen tomorrow. It, it's, 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 they're working on it. They're working on that now. So, that's, so Bernie, that's...
1: do you do you think that night shifts, evening shifts, and midday shifts will become expendable oh. in various markets? Well.
4: And... Uh...
9: Our our mid-days and nights have been voice tracked for years and years, which is a, a real sore point for me. But because uh, I just don't like that. But uh, they they will probably just continue being voice tracked. I mean, most of my work is on weekends, and I'm surprised they haven't just you know told all the weekenders, hey, we're just going to run sweepers all the time and you know what? let it go I was with that. Number but, one. Yeah. <laughs> but you know it, it's like if you get rid of your weekenders how much money are you really saving yeah you know some yeah. of the, some of the ones that uh, jeff was talking about i mean these are people who have been in those markets and on those stations for 20 25 years yeah so and they're the most know, they're,
4: they're the most expensive bernie you know that's part of right, the problem right
9: right and now, i don't think a lot of time, i don't think a lot of times you you even have the option of a fake out.
1: Now, let me ask you something, Bernie. How do how are the fees set for voice tracking? Is that by market size or unions involved in that? Is that up to the individual? Company?
9: Well, we we uh, we're definitely not union. But the thing is, the way it works for us is, if I do a six-hour voice track shift, I get paid for three hours, mm-hmm. uh, and it only takes me about. 20 minutes. So you know that, uh, that's good. actually
4: that's actually pretty good, Bernie. Because I've been told by I have a friend of mine who works for iHeart here in the Albany area, and I'm not going to say who it is because I'm. She told me to keep it quiet. But what she told me was that you know you do voice tracking, and if you're just, and if you're just tired just to do voice tracking, and it's for six hours, you're going to get it paid for an hour or two hours worth of pay. So so that's not so horrible in the sense that uh, that's. Probably- oh,
9: I'm not complaining. No, well, I'm not complaining at all. So Bernie, uh, by the way, I I hate this for Danny Wayne. He's yeah, he's a he's a great guy. guy.
4: Yeah, very yeah. And, and as a matter of fact, you're right, Mike. We have featured him on the podcast a few a few months ago, maybe maybe at a year ago, when he was voice tracking it, and you you wanted to give me that air check, and we did we did feature that. We do have a hand raised from area code two hundred nine, and I know I should know who that is, but let me unmute you. Go ahead, area code two hundred nine.
8: All right, Jeff, it's Marty and uh, everybody else. I hope you guys are doing well. I just had a couple of comments to make. Uh, one, you know, we were talking last week too about is radio going to have a resurgence? You know, with the uh, coronavirus, and will this help radio, you know, maybe uh, put itself back into the limelight afterwards? And I thought about that, and, and my thoughts are that at least, you know, I live here in Modesto, 225,000 people, and there is not a lot of live radio here, what I call live radio, and I think with Bernie, what you would call live radio, um, some of it's live, but it's not from here. It's from somewhere else. Um, See, that's even worse. And then some of it's, yeah. and then some of it's tracked. Uh, Now, the Cumulus stations are better, Um, though their sports AM has nobody, you know, nobody local on it at all. But uh, the the music stations for Cumulus are better. They've got live people like, uh, for sure, mornings, middays and afternoons, I think even evenings. Um, And some of it might be tracked. Come to think of it like on the classic rocker. I think they may be tracked a little bit, but they're pretty good. But iHeart, forget it. I mean, they're... So yeah, and they're not going to change that. Then they're, they're not going to change that. So my question is, where is the next group of radio people going to come from? You know, well, the new I, guys.
4: I, I think what's going to happen with radio is you're going to see a temporary insur- insurgence, right? A temporary rebound of radio, because, and I don't know what's going to happen because we, I don't have the March personal people meter ratings. I had February ones, which we did, which we ended last week. The March one should be coming out shortly. And and I want to see what happens with the, especially the news talk stations or the all news stations. How are they going to do? Are the music stations going to do as well? Will there be a dip in the music in the music stations, Marty? That's what I that's what I look at. What are the statistics and how do they look at that point? Go ahead, Sean.
0: I wonder how many, because, you know, I mean, it's not to where you read them, but you notice now, even before this, you're starting to see the streams of stations showing up in the ratings, like in the .1s, .2s, .3s. I'm wondering if you're going to start seeing the streams of stations start showing up higher in the rate- because, you know, they're telling people all the time, hey, tell, tell your smart device, play 1049 the Horn, play KLBJ, play, you know, yada yada, B1057, you know, whatever station. They're... They're promoting that, so I wonder if you're going to start seeing seeing more of that.
4: I, I I know that for example, a few weeks ago, Sean, I mentioned it and we talked about it briefly on All Things Radio. In that, Entercom said that their streaming stations went up 54. percent What does it tell you when I when I mentioned it before, though? In WINS, WCBS, KYW, KCBS, um, uh, FAM. And KNX AM and WBBM and WWJ are all broadcasting, and their commercials that you hear from from internet only are not being done that way because they know that people are streaming those stations, and the advertisers want to be want to be heard with their commercials on uh, voice devices as well. So that's 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 what's happening at this point. So I think I you're think right. Most so- of their stations are doing that now. No, no, not 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 mo- most stations aren't because I do listen. And, and it's it's just the intercom stations that are doing this. No, I most of
0: the intercom stations. I'm saying most of the. No,
4: they're com- not. Only only the news stations <clears> are. Throat> One throat>
8: other thing, I, I do have a Steve Sheely story. if You'd like to hear that? Uh, well, go. Yeah, I, I think that would I be very important to hear. Stuff.
4: Do you want to do that now, or do you want to do it after Jennifer? After uh, Jennifer, Bill, would like to hear the Steve Sheely? <laughs> uh, you guys call it. However, you- what's that, the- You guys call it. However, you want me to do it. Marty has a no. Steve Sheely sh- story. And he oh, yeah, the sure. No, now go, for after go for it. go for to it format changes.
5: Go for it. I uh, was getting uh, distracted with all these changes in the room. Sorry about that. Go for it, Marty.
8: Okay. Um, I have a Steve Sheely story from 1973. I was ni- almost 19 years old. I was a freshman in college. I was doing a paper on blind people in broadcasting. And I do not remember uh, how I got his name and number, but I did get it. And. I called him, um, and the idea was I wanted to talk to as many blind people in the industry at that time to find out how they did what they did. And, uh, man, he was a great guy. And the thing I'll never forget is he was telling me about how early in his career, and I don't think it had been that long because I don't think he was much older than I am, but he was at the time working. But he said, yeah, you know, when I got started, Marty, I was a stringer. I was a new stringer, you know. Um There'd be a fire at the hardware store, and I'd have to go down and cover it for these radio stations. I said, you know, how did you do that? Because, you know, transportation is an issue, you know, for us. We just have to be honest about it. It is, because we just can't hop in our cars and go, Um, especially like in the evening. And he was living in a smaller community where I don't even know if they had buses. And so I, I said, how do you handle the transportation? And he says, man, I beg, borrow, and steal rides. I don't care how I have to do it. I just do it and i was so impressed with that that confidence he had um and one of the few regrets that i have in my life is that and especially now is that i did not pursue that relationship further um uh, danny wayne gave me his contact information you know and i i saved it and then that braille note crashed so i didn't have it anymore and uh don't have danny's information either so anyway um I really—that's one of my regrets—is you know things that you don't do that you wish you had. But it was a great conversation. He was a great guy, and the funny thing is, the next day or a few days later, the, the operator uh, on the phone because you know I lived in a dorm, we had credit card numbers, and you'd have to give them to an operator, make a long distance call. And she says, "You know, I want you to know, Steve told me to tell you how much he appreciated talking to you and how much he enjoyed it." And uh, that's my Steve Sheely story. Mm. Cool. What'd you get on the paper? Did you get an A? Uh, I think so, yeah, I did. All, right. Um, okay. <laughs> All was, right. Yeah, he was one of the guys involved. There was a couple other people that were, at that time, uh, blind people in broadcasting, that I don't know if they're still in it. Probably not, man. That was 47 years ago. But anyway.
4: And, Definitely. Marty, before, you, before, before we get to the Jennifer's, I do want to tell you that I have your air check stuff. I, I will be getting to KY. I'm gonna to have to start charging you for all my services for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> we have, Jeff, it's
5: like you in the way. have the dinner. We got, I did I,
4: I did get your letter. Uh, thank you very much. Anyone who wants to write to me if they have, if they if they don't want to use the feedback line, Jeff at allthingsradio.net or Bill Sparks at BillSparks.org. You get to both of either one of us. will will definitely get in touch. So we definitely we can definitely handle that. We have a hand raised from Jerry in Indiana, Pennsylvania, and I'm gonna unmute you right now. Go ahead, Jerry.
10: Well, uh, I've been. Uh, if, if you need a baseball fix, uh, remember Sirius XM is running doubleheaders every night. And I've been reliving the last few nights the uh, World Series of 1971 between the Pirates and the Orioles. And it was fun listening to that again. And then they seem to be doing the 1963 World Series at 11 p.m. Eastern every night.
7: Yep, they, that is yeah, correct, Jerry. That, that
10: is correct, Jerry. They're
0: going to finish those tonight,
7: I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they would. So yep. about eight, 8 p.m. Eastern and eleven p.m. Eastern. They and a lot a of your game. sports,
0: yeah, a lot yep. of your sports stations across the country that are flagships of different teams, even if they're not in season, a lot of them are running old games, you know, to kind of fill time. So yeah, they are doing that. Well, well thank you very much go. on that. So, Bill, I guess it's.
5: Time, but I'm- Jeff indulged me for about 30 seconds here. Go ahead. When Marty was talking about that radio story, it reminded me of, of one, and Jennifer is one that gave me this headline. Back many years ago when I did the radio lookup for the org. you know, all the radio stations you could listen to and made the links. Uh, criticism on the si- on the Internet that I was making... Internet too easy for blind people. And I wasn't making them learn things by being able to provide the stations for them. I wish they would say that about some of these people now. So there we go. All right, Jennifer, here is your call letter for all of her followers. Here we go.
11: Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of April 9th. KBDS 103.9 Taft, California changes slogan from 103.9 The Beat to Forge 103.9. KDDK 105.5 Addis, Louisiana changes slogan from Latin 105.5 to Latin 105.5 5 Baton Rouge WBEJ 1240 Elizabethton, Tennessee changes slogan from Better Than Ever Country to WBEJ FM 107.9 FM AM 1240 WROL 950 Boston, Massachusetts changes slogan from 950 The Spirit of Boston to 950 AM and 100.3 FM The Spirit of Boston WUMR FM 91.7 Memphis, Tennessee Changes calls to WYXR FM WEXP 101.5 Brandon, Vermont Changes primary format from format not available to adult alternative and adds secondary format Format, Americana WHFB 1060 Benton Harbor, Michigan changes format from talk to urban AC KRRWFM FM 101.5 St. James Minnesota changes calls to KEMJ FM KNNS 1510 Larned, Kansas changes slogan from Patriot 105.7 to The Patriot. K-O-N-E 101.1 Lubbock, Texas changes format from classic rock to variety and changes slogan from rock 101 to 101.1 The Beard. K H R S F M FM 105.9 Winthrop, Minnesota changes calls to K-R-R-W KDXA FM K-D-X-A-F-M, 106.3 Inkanya, Iowa changes calls to KXNOFM FM. KZFS 1280 Spokane, Washington changes format from country to classic hip hop and changes slogan from Kicks 99.3 to Hop Town 101.5 WICU 1380 1310 Warren, Pennsylvania, changes format from talk to hot AC and changes slogan from News Talk 96.7 to Happy 96.7. WJAW 630, St. Mary's, West Virginia, changes format from sports to classic country and changes slogan from the Mid-Ohio Valley's ESPN Radio, to Jaws Country. W-J-A-W-F-M 100.9 McConnellsville, Ohio changes format from sports to classic country and changes slogan from the Mid-Ohio Valley's ESPN Radio to Jaws Country. WKTN 95.3 Kenton, Ohio changes slogan from your region, your radio to 95.3 .3 WKTN WAUD 1230 Auburn, Alabama changes network provider from Fox Sports Radio to SB Nation Radio WJER 1450 Dover New Philadelphia, Ohio changes slogan from 1450 WJER Radio to WJER 1450 AM and 100.9 FM. WMMN 920 Fairmont, West Virginia changes slogan from AM 920 the ticket to FM 95.7 the ticket AM 920. WSVS 800 Crew Virginia changes slogan from Virginia's country legend to pure country. WTUZ 99. The mm-hmm. Urisksville, Ohio, changes network provider from Westwood One Mainstream Country to Skyview Mainstream Country. KKPS 99.5, Brownsville, Texas, changes format from regional Mexican to urban AC. And changes slogan from La Tricolor to Fuego 99.5, KPU. US 104.5 Gregory Texas changes slogan from Classic Rock 104.5 to 104.5 The Eagle WAVK 97.7 Marathon Florida changes format from Adult Contemporary to Sports and changes slogan from 97.9 The Wave to 97.9 The Zone The following Stations have signed off the air. KNUI 550, Wailuku, Hawaii. WCGC 1270, Belmont, North Carolina. WHVN 1240, Charlotte, North Carolina. WJGS 91.5, Norwood, Georgia. KIHT 104.7, M. California. K-R-P-H 99.5, Morristown, Arizona, K-W-I-E 101.3, Barstow, California, W-E-S-C 660, Greenville, South Carolina, W-T-Z-A 1010, Atlanta, Georgia. And those are your call letters and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a good wheat. There we go. Thank you, Jennifer.
5: Nine stations. Nine signed, uh, stations. Exactly yeah, nine, nine stations. Of, yeah.
7: That W R O L is kind of weird, because that that uh, they've been had that low-power FM for a year to a year and a half, so why they just got around to adding it to their slogan, I don't know, but uh, that took a while.
4: Let me ask you a well, question. I'm not really have,
7: sure what to do.
4: Are, are, they, are they still religious? What are they doing these days, uh, Chris? Yeah,
7: they're religious. They, they're sort of the backup for uh, WEZE at 590. And of course, they have to go down. They're, they're a former daytimer, so they go down pretty low at night with their power. So they've got, but their big thing on the weekends is the Irish program, and they have that. I don't know. I don't exactly know the hours, but I think it starts about ten in the morning and runs till maybe four or five in the afternoon, or maybe six on uh, on Saturdays and one to about five or six on Sundays. So they have a big following for that Irish program that they do. The Irish pit, pit parade. It's been around on that frequency on nine fifty since about nineteen seventy, I think.
4: So, and I'm so I'm, I'm sorry that the people who do that show bro- are bro- brokering the time for that radio station. I'm, I wouldn't think that Salem is paying them.
7: Uh. No, I, I bet they are. But they've got all kinds of folks, you know, you know, a lot of Irish clubs and this person's appearing here and all that. You know, and of course, nowadays, it's uh, they're struggling, too, as everybody is. But, you know, they they uh, would have all kinds of ads for the stuff that's coming to town. And, of course, it's a big Irish. You know, if you think of Boston, you say Boston Irish, you know, so that's the big ethnicity
4: here. Very good. We have Trent. Oh, good. Okay. I'm sorry, Sean. And just a second, Trent well, will get to you. Go I, ahead, Sean.
0: Yeah, I was just wondering. I'm wondering. We're talking about these with the layoffs with the big companies. I'm wondering how many of the non-commercials, and I'm not talking like the big NPRs and your K-LOVES and those. But you got a lot of these community stations and the small oh, non commercials yeah. around the country. I wonder how many of them are going to survive this because, like, we have one here. They're not running their community programming. They're just playing music on a loop, We got, and they're kind of a you know day-timer and all, you know, anyway. So they're, I wonder, And some of the student radio stations, I mean, they've already been having trouble, so I wonder how they're going to come out of this.
4: Well, I know yeah. WKCR, which is Columbia University, and I like to listen to them because they have a lot of jazz programming. They have people remotely doing their shows from their homes, and as a matter of fact, was, you know, I just want to say a quick uh, uh, happy birthday to our old DJ, Doug Hunsiger. We were talking about it. And how some of the radio stations are letting people work from home. And what you hear in the background is something that you normally wouldn't hear. But you hear people's uh, kitchen going, people doing dishes in the background. You hear – it doesn't sound quite right. But, I mean, that's what they're doing to, to, just to do this. So let me get to Trent Fogel here because he's had his hand up for a minute. Go ahead, Trent. You are unmuted. So go Everyone. ahead. Tell
11: all
2: right. Can you hear me? Yet? You guys hear me all right?
4: We hear you. Yep. Go ahead. Yep.
2: All right. Uh, first of all, Jeff, uh, thank you for the reply back about uh, Ed Williams.
4: Well, you're welcome. And I do have a copy of an Ed Williams show from WCBS FM. However, it's it's not the greatest quality, and I'm not sure if I can clean it up. But I'll try to get that on for you.
2: Yes, please do. Um, a couple of things here, real quick. Uh, um, in the format, call, and for, call letter and format changes that was just on. Um, just to clarify, WJWAM six thirty in St. Mary's, West Virginia, is still ESPN. And everything and they have a translator on in 92.9 in Parkersburg, West Virginia, which is pretty much booming the FM signal for ESPN. It was just 100.9 WJW FM in McConnellsville, Ohio, which is now the Jaws Country uh, Classic Country format, and they are using Westwood One Classic Country.
4: All right. Well, thank you very much uh, uh, for for that information. And where are you located? Are you in Ohio? or Are you in West Virginia? Yes, I,
2: I'm actually in. Uh, wa- yeah, I'm in Ohio. I'm about uh, 20 miles north of Marietta, Ohio. About 30 miles uh, north of uh, uh, Parkersburg, West Virginia, uh, and so on. And um, I do want to also want to point out uh, WKAZ uh, 107.3 in Charleston. I don't know if uh, I don't I don't know if Jenny. Uh, pointed this out or not but they are now a uh, new country station they were a uh, kind of like an adult <clears throat> hit station they called themselves tailgate 107.3 and they're owned by west virginia radio and and that format was a silly format and it lasted longer than anybody anybody thought and they are now new country and they have bobby bones on in the mornings and everything and right. um oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've heard some of it. I heard and them. I stand it. I, I can't stand it. It's. I mean, bobby. I heard Hanks that format awesome.
6: a little bit, and they I, they would go from country to hip hop. It was kind of interesting to hear yes, that kind of a segue. Yes. Well, yeah, they
2: were they were basically trying to uh, appeal to Mountaineers fans, I think.
4: Okay. Well, you know, we, we we talked about this, and thank you very much, Trent. Thank you. I appreciate the call. We thank talked you. about this at one point. And we we uh, we talked about this, and you know Bernie. I mean, Mike said, "Well, maybe they're going to get rid of the midday personalities, and maybe they'll get rid of the uh, evening personalities." but well, you don't know they're doing that. What are you doing now? But I'm just wondering. I'm if, just listening if, if, now. I'm just wondering if they're going to if they're going to get rid of all personalities and have everything voice tracked. So, I mean, it's a that's what it sounds like to me.
1: Well, that is interesting. The country and hip hop, because a lot of people like both those formats, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. Someone actually creates a format, mixes those two. Yeah, genres. I think
0: it depends on the company. I can see iHeart doing that, getting go into voice tracking, but I think it depends on some on your company. Some that still like to have a little bit of flair and you know in the community, and then some. Yeah, I think the know, bigger I the heart, market, the less likely they.
7: I don't think they would do it in the bigger markets because I think they run into more resistance in a bigger market
4: than a smaller one.
6: And, well, there's okay. still quite a bit of voice tracking even in larger markets.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of even here in yeah. London. More than tracking. you would think, you know, that there is.
1: Well, that would be oh, more in high
4: heart. Uh, Mike, you know, yeah. you know, I would have a problem with voice tracking, Mike, if, except for one thing. If you're going to voice track, don't make it sound like it's voice. Do it and make it sound like you're alive. That's you can, right. Make you Bernie exactly. the president yeah.
1: voice tracking and, and show them all how to do it. Bernie, you should start <clears> a <throat> voice tracking school and show them how to do it. I've
4: actually thought
9: about that because uh, I don't think you can tell with me.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, you really can't. Can. You would not I can't. know. Really, I can't. Most people would not. Know. I don't even Except think I can Except
4: the only way that you can tell maybe is if you, with the weather, Bernie, right? But, uh, but, I, like, don't, even I if, don't do the weather. Okay, huh. that said, you don't do the weather. But even if you had to do the I weather.
9: I, I don't think there's any need to do the weather. You can get the weather right there on your phone if you want to know the weather.
4: You're right. Yeah. But it, but there are stations that do voice track with the weather. And you know what they do? They have the radio now to voice track a whole bunch of things for the temperature. All they do is inser, insert the temperature. <clears> and, and if done right, you would never know the difference.
1: Usually, even the good ones yeah. tip me off is sometimes they don't watch their levels. And that'll. Oh,
4: so,
9: well, sometimes, you know what? You can't help it. That's one of the problems with voice tracking. You, you, there are certain things you can't control, and there are times when you get buried in the music because you don't know you're getting buried in the music until you hear it.
1: Right. It's like, you know, being live and using program or audition because it's different. Right. Exactly. The air, the compression yeah. And,
0: yeah.
4: That's right. We do yeah. have Ellen in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So let me t- unmute you, Ellen. Go ahead, Ellen.
3: Yeah. Hi. Um. I just wanted to tell you you were talking about um the community stations that have been transitioning to working from home um the our KUNM they've been doing uh some of that as well and yeah you don't want to hear a whole lot of background noise fortunately I think cuz that's just the way that is and then um also our classical station now uh KHFM and that's a small station as well They've been doing, uh, doing that too, and it's and some of them have been setting up their things in their closets or in their living rooms or whatever, and it's and but you don't want to hear a whole lot of background noise, which is really nice. So that kind of works, you know.
6: I like K- that you know how to insulate. KU is a really nice station. They kind of remind me of the way our NPR station was here, but it's a I enjoy listening to them.
3: Yeah, they, and they do a wonderful job, you know. And they, they, and they just finished their, their quiet drive, which was um, nice because that way they could survive financially. And um, what they did with that is they just had people uh, donate on the website. So
7: yeah, actually, that's right. Now that you mentioned it, Ellen, a lot of March, June, September, and uh, December are the big months for uh, like public television and public radio stations. And boy, Corona hit right in March, and I don't know if that really affected uh, what happened with them as far as fundraising was concerned. I'm sure they were in the middle of drives when it hit. I hadn't thought about that.
6: ours Our NPR station moved, postponed their drive. They're they are encouraging you to join online, but they're gonna they moved it. Okay, but you no, know, that's that's those are big did Yeah. Now, the classical station here, I don't know what they've done. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't like checked it yeah. in a while. Hey, Bill, how about the Dave, uh, Dave, uh, what's his name?
2: The, we're we're the going to
5: do that. that. Elliot, Elliott. Yeah, Dave Elliott. <laughs> uh, we're going to do that. But, Jeff, one other quick note, and this involves Bernie doesn't even know it. I've done this before. He's going to sue me here real soon. Huh. But Bernie's part of the first inaugural well, what do we call the podcast, Mike? I know I put it together. Um,
1: oh, we're starting the uh, Indiana School for the Blind alumni podcast. And so before I could submit it to iTunes, I had to grab some audio file and place up there. So I placed the great speech keynote speech that he did at the alumni last year. I've listened to it for like a oh, that's
9: so of cool, the one that of uh, yeah the yeah one that uh, Bill set up and you uh you ran the audio for me. Right, yeah.
1: ran the board and you just did an awesome right. job. And so I encourage everyone well, to listen well, yeah, to uh, I got
4: guy. to hear that when you did it live, bernie because I was streaming on the internet, so I got to hear that. It was very well done.
1: So now so
4: how how
9: can how can we hear that Because I, I haven't heard it.
4: <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well we uh we're we're procuring the dot org we got to wait for i uh tune i mean i could give you the the feed but waiting for apple takes about 24 to 48 hours to approve the feed uh then you'll be able to uh, hear it in your favorite podcatching client so
5: but what does he type in indiana school for the blind alumni or what is
1: yeah it'll be yeah indiana school for the blind alumni will be the search term to use and as soon as uh, Apple approves it with iTunes, I will go and submit it to TuneIn, so you'll be able to listen to it on your Lady A, and then Google, of course, will do their own thing. They'll get to it in a couple of days. They kind of have their own way of doing things, but
9: well, oh, that's that's going to be fun because I I was really nervous that day.
4: And, yeah. and Mike, when that when that podcast is actually you know published and continuing to be produced, is that going to be available as a link off the Indiana alumni? Right, so it'll the, be up
1: there. Alumni? Right, it'll be up dot yeah. org and net.
5: Bernie uh, so had me so nervous I dropped two glasses and broke them up there while uh, Bernie was speaking. Here comes the superintendent. What? Hey, uh, we got a couple of broken glasses up here.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so hey, you're drinking drinking too much booze that day, Bill. That's all. I guess, yeah, right.
5: <laughs> I guess I will. All right, we're going to do what, now.
9: What's, what's really funny about that, though, is Bill was. Was really being, you know, like really nice to me. He said, "Hey, Bernie, can you do this?" I thought, oh, "I've never seen Bill be this nice yeah. in my life." <laughs> it was, it was amazing. And well, and and then he goes, "You'll be talking for forty-five minutes," and I go, "No, ooh. I won't." <laughs>
5: I think and the length is and thirty-three.
9: Finally, so I yeah. and finally they had the. Well, they pulled me off because they had to yeah. go to the next person. And I thought. Man, I guess I could have done this all day. It was
5: too so much fun. It really it was a lot of fun.
4: We did. A, a, be nice to Bill now. Be nice to yeah,
5: Bill, guys. I, I can take I, it. I, I'm always
9: going to be nice to Bill.
5: I, I can uh, take it, no right? No problem Bernie. for me. No, huh? we had a good time. But I did drop two glasses. I don't know how he did it or who put them over there. But <laughs> because one wasn't enough.
9: Uh, I got to a drink. too much
4: too booze. Kill. Too many gin and tonics,
9: Bill. And, then.
5: and Bernie just kept and, right on talking.
9: <laughs> you know. know. <laughs> Nothing was gonna stop me because I knew then all of a sudden I, I really was gonna run out of time. But but Mike did just an outstanding job on the audio. So if you ever hear this, uh just remember the guy who's making it sound good.
1: That was He's Michael really Luff. He job. was he Well was. now you made it easy because you had one of those little disc men and you actually had your audio segments and you just went through one, two, three, four, five, actually prepared what you were gonna do and all I had to do was watch the levels a little bit and Yeah. It's an awesome
5: presentation. And, and people weren't leaving the room. They were actually staying there and listening. And, <laughs> and that was the first time it was that. ever broadcast live. You know, and we're going out over there now. A lot of different states were hearing that. And that was that was kind of fun. But I guess we better do this. Dave Elliott, we've got a talk station here in, in Naples. It's nothing outstanding. It's 98.9 FM talk. But the Morning host has been always been kind of innovative. It, when the station wouldn't stream, he bought his own website so he could set up his own talk show and archive them and play them over the years so people could listen, even though the the station wouldn't. But the station finally got online a year or two ago. And but he's going to be doing an interview with this Dave Elliott. He's very very popular in this particular. Naples Market. And I don't know if their station reaches Fort Myers because it's not as powerful as 101.1. But Dave is pretty unique, and he's from Michigan. But he does this interview with the guy. They're just starting into the era of marketing things on the Internet and streaming. And so sit back and take a listen to Dave Elliott from 98.9 FM talk from Naples, Florida.
12: And we have a great lineup for you today. One of whom is with us on the phone right now from a uh, very, very cold portion of the country up there in uh, Wisconsin. His name is Eddie Hofstrand, and you're in, um, what is it, South South Range, Wisconsin, Eddie? South Range, that's it. Now, uh, I see that, uh, that parts of Wisconsin are under a, a blizzard watch right now. You must be pretty much uh, stuck where you are at the moment.
10: Well, we actually got the blizzard, the day before yesterday, and oh, is right? is the backhand side of it. So yeah.
12: It How much snow messy. did you get? How much snow did you get, just out of curiosity?
10: At my place, I had just a little over a foot. Up by the lake, they had a, only about three inches.
12: Well, that's, that's uh, you know, for that time, that area, I mean, this time of year it's a little early, but for that area, that's not an unusual snowfall.
10: No. We get yeah. what they call the lake effect snow from Lake Superior as it dumps on us. And,
12: uh, yeah, yeah. I used to live on Lake Michigan, and I know uh, on, the, on the east side of Lake Michigan, so we were always getting those lake effect snows over there. Uh, first of all, uh, you are a flight paramedic uh, in your area. How long have you been doing this?
10: I've been a flight paramedic for 12 years.
12: And uh, was this something that you'd always aspire to do, or did you it, it, how did you fall into that? job oh, i've
10: been I've been a paramedic for the last thirty three years. I oh my lord. did my time on the ground, started out as a medic in the u uh, s. Navy with the Marines. and uh, and this was kind of where I wanted to go with my uh, career. and I've and you've done it. Very fortunate because I love my job, and uh, even after all this time.
12: Well, you, you have a, well, what I think some people would consider to be an exciting job. Other people would consider to be gruesome. And I'm sure at times it's very, very difficult, if not all the time.
10: Everything comes at a price in
12: life. You, you bet it does. But you have also done something rather unique in this day and age. You have taken uh, uh, the love for one of your favorite pastimes and turned it into a business on its own. Uh, so you are a paramedic overnight, right? You work the first shift. Is that what you work?
10: Yes, I do. I rotate through, but uh, I've got things worked around my schedule.
12: And then and then after, I guess, an hour or two of shut-eye, you, you uh, open the doors on, on Fast Eddie Sports. That's Correct now is this a retail store or is this internet only
10: this is a predominantly internet based there is some uh, local sales but they are by far minimal in comparison to my retail efforts.
12: now what kind of uh, you know you know i already know the answer to these questions but i have to ask you for my audience what kind of bike do you drive
10: i have a triumph america
12: you are an you you are not only a smart man but you are uh... you're handsome as well just because of that you know, you know what i mean that's the same bike i have of course and you and i have chatted about it and i purchased from you uh... but i was fascinated with the story how did you decide to get into the uh... internet i guess you could almost say mail order uh... bike business
10: well it was actually born out i mean i've, I've had a lot for motorcycles ever since i was twelve years old and this particular uh, Effort was born out when I got my Triumph America and found that there were minimal uh, resources in terms of buying aftermarket accessories for the bike. And I was involved in some of the uh, online forums, like one you're familiar with, BonnevilleAmerica.com. And, uh, That's how
12: I, how I found you, yes.
10: And I found a great community of people in the online world, and, and I saw a need there, and I thought, I had no previous experience in this, and I thought you know, I'd like to be able to meet the needs of some of these people that I've come to know, and it started out simple, and uh, I found out I had this real passion for this, and uh, I, the, the best way that I think anybody can approach such a thing is to look towards the needs of their customers and put that as job one, and that was what I chose to do, that customer service is going to be one of my strong points, and I think it's really important, especially in the internet as a marketplace, because uh, people have, you know, don't get to see you face to face, and they have to either develop your uh, reputation and other people speak about you and have confidence in sure. you, or you give them something solid. So, I really believe it's important that uh, you need to do what it takes to. Win the uh, customer's confidence, and to me, that's even sometimes it even costs me money to make sure that my customers are happy. And
12: well, you don't want to do that too often, but uh, no, you got to do I... your
10: homework because you don't, you, you, you've got to do it right the first time because shipping can. Set you back really fast.
12: And you you do something unique. You include the shipping, except for overseas and A, A uh, APO orders. You include the shipping in the cost of the product, so there's no there's no surprises there.
10: Right. I mean that was one of the things I you know that my friends of mine and myself we you know. The frustration you get in, and it's perfectly legitimate but it's like when you go to shop and you get to the end and you think you know what you've got yeah. I don't like the surprise if shipping come along I like to be able to know what I'm doing so that's
12: why I chose to go that now, direction Just How long back. ago did you start Fast Eddie Sports?
10: It was in the workings in 2004 and I learned marketing through eBay and I learned how to set prices on things and worked on shipping and then in 2005, I came up with some very specific ideas uh, that turned out to be a hit, and that was when I realized I enjoyed this, and 2006 mm-hmm. is when I officially got a uh, seller's permit for the state of Wisconsin, and did the necessary paperwork to
12: follow. of was- fascinating stuff. Now, um, I assume that you don't stock a lot of stuff at your location, that you have a lot of stuff drop shipped to people, because that just seems to make more economic sense.
10: That's uh, very, uh, that's exactly correct. I carry just things on hand that I know will move and where it benefits me to have control of shipping.
12: Sure.
10: Um, Drop shipping is by far the best way to go. It's faster for the uh, customer and it gives me some amount of control on uh, shipping, but there are some items that are very specific uh, where they may charge me seven dollars to ship it, but if I buy things in quantity and take advantage of free shipping to me. I can then uh, ship it for actual, and it may only cost three dollars. And there, yeah. I have a little
12: bit. Now how do you decide? How do you decide on what items you will list on your website? Do you do you go on demand? Do you go on what people request the most of, or do you do you look at it and say, you know, I, I wouldn't mind having this? And do you do you try a lot of the products yourself?
10: I the vast majority of the products. I can't try everything, but uh, the majority of products I sell. I either know people that use them and have tried them, or I, I use them myself, and that way I can, it's part of the customer service thing because then I'm right. able to really get behind it and and say to my customers this is a good product.
12: Well, let me ask you this now: uh, in the last three years since you officially opened Fast Eddie Sports doors on the on the web, um, are you uh, are, do you consider yourself a successful business?
10: Considering I was hope going to be happy with making forty dollars a month, I've exceeded my expectations.
12: Well, <laughs> you either had low expectations or you you uh, you uh, bit off uh, you you bit off a big chunk and you're and you're doing well with it. I've well, I've
10: quite I'm, been able to get to the point where I can retire from my night job, but uh, I am optimistic in the future and even during the difficult times here. Yeah. If you and I do, I've chosen to. Uh, I think it's wise for anybody doing business to, um, debt is not necessarily a good thing, and it it can drive you in in directions you may not want to go.
12: Oh, absolutely right. You know, whenever possible, it's great to have a clean balance sheet by either paying cash for everything or uh, keeping your supplies low enough that you're not really hanging out there hoping somebody will come in with a sale so you can make the next payment.
10: And that's... That's where I think is probably the, the wisest way to go right now, and especially in today's
12: climate. And yeah, well, you, you you are a true testament to the fact that if you uh, love love something and you love it enough, you'll figure out a way to turn it into uh, something that is not only probably personally satisfying, but also profitable. And uh, today, that's, uh, that's a, an example that I think a lot of people could take. Yeah. So if you had to give a message to somebody who might be, for example, laid off or who is downsized or outsourced at the moment, uh, and they, they've, they've had a, a passion for some, whether it's motorcycles or it might be painting or it might be, you know, Lord knows what. What advice would you give them and how to start out and be successful, meaning the start out part of it?
10: I think uh, a mechanic told me years ago, start simple, go big. And I think it applies to most everything in life. And it's too easy to go to the big things and overextend yourself. And uh, I think... The, I really believe that it's the best way folks can do is to find right. something that really helps to, to do something that you really enjoy or have a passion about or a real understanding about it because it gives you, some, it gives you an edge on the things that uh, you're going to sell. or.
12: And I take it from talking to you also that it doesn't hurt to ask people who you know who know how to do things for advice.
10: Absolutely. I have uh, a friend of mine and uh, who's been well established in the business world and i'm not afraid to take advice and and i'm not afraid to be encouraged to go specific directions and i think well,
12: listening great
10: to people you know
12: and well listen much success in the oh uh, in, in 2010 i know that you've expanded now you even you even sell some stuff for harleys and other bikes and that's great uh, but I, I wish you very uh, great success in the coming year, and you know that I'll be one of your happy customers going forward as well.
10: I appreciate that. Dave. Thanks, Eddie. Right, Thank you.
12: My pleasure. Eddie Hofstrand is uh, the uh, proprietor of the website FastEddieSports.com, and you can uh, find him there. You can also find him, if you are so inclined, at BonnevilleAmerica.com's uh, forum, which if you are an America, Triumph America owner, as I am, you will know what that is. But uh, check him out, because I think you will be pleasantly surprised.
5: This guy's a little bit ahead of his time for that particular time.
12: Is he still
4: on, Bill?
5: He is is every morning. The show's a lot more where he just pulls off stories. He's not doing as much interviewing. Now, I'm sorry for the quality of that connection there just a little bit. But it's, it's what it was. But that was recorded in 2010. But he's going strong. He was on... When I did that thing when several months ago we did about um, the Hurricane Irma, and he was one of the announcers that we heard on the radio oh, yeah. broadcast. Yeah. So, oh, I knew I knew you know,
7: You know, it's amazing, and, and we are fortunate. You know, we don't think of ourselves as being fortunate about when this hit. But this as I told you last week, could have been 30 years ago and people were really going nuts because they couldn't have very much to do, nothing to listen to, nothing to watch. But 10, 10 years ago, just when Internet Commerce, even then, Internet commerce, you know, the Amazon wasn't big. There's so many things. The economy is still generating revenue by people buying things. We got Instacart. People are getting their groceries without going to the store. We got a lot of things that are happening that weren't uh, around 10 years ago.
4: Let's know? not talk too loud about Instacart because Bill and I are about ready to kill them, right, Bill? Uh, right, right.
0: <laughs> and even in radio, like the people doing their shows from their homes, you know, or, or various locations because maybe they can't be in the station because. You know where they're built. Like in one case, one one of our stations, they the landlord doesn't want a lot of people in there, so they they have three or four locations around the city. Twenty right. years ago, you couldn't have done that. That's right. Yeah.
5: But Fast well, Eddie's I, is still in ahead, business. Bill. Fast Eddie's is still in business. Cool. So he must have done something right because I just pulled up his yeah. website just a second ago Good. to see if he was still going. And I'm glad to see that. And uh, I'm. You a
0: know, a viewer.
4: Yeah. He was a good he. Yeah. Yep. Hey Gary, I got to ask you a question. Yeah. Let's, let's go back to 1961. All right. That's that's our heard. and you're from you you lived in town. Tal- you lived in Dallas at that point.
6: Yes, I um, did. I was just a I little 7-year-old kid back then. <laughs> I,
4: but you liked K-box and we're doing <clears throat> Cliff. I do have some K-box that I can get to at some point, but um, why did you like K Box better than Cliff? And then we'll ask you after you hear the air check with Russ Knight.
6: Um, I just thought, you know, that they were a little, their newscast was a little wilder. And you know, they had reverb and all that stuff that I liked as a little kid. And, uh, and then uh, they, they you know, those two had a good war for 10 or 15 years. Uh, Cliff and K Box did. And, uh,
4: well, when, when you hear the Cliff air check, it's K L I F. A.M. on eleven ninety and ninety eight point seven, uh, and I forgot the call letters offhand, but they do mention them. Uh, in those days,
6: know. it was KLIF. It might have been KROW, but yeah, I that's think a, they K-R-O-W. Were it. KROW,
4: KLIF A.M. and KROW F.M.
6: And uh, then 98.7 became K N U S and was the first progressive rock station there in sixty eight. And then they went top forty, and now they're KLUV. Classic Correct. hits.
4: All right, let's get oh. to Joe in Apple Creek, New Mexico, and then we can do that air check. Go ahead, Joe.
10: Oh, hi. Anyway, it what occurs to me, there was a DJ named Fast Eddie. He was a morning man years ago at WWTC in Minneapolis, Minnesota,
7: so that just ran across my brain, or whatever it's worth. Okay.
5: Well, there you go. All right.
7: Ah, very good, Joe. And, of course, hey. before we get into Dallas, K-Box has... One of the parts, one of the famous parts of the Kennedy assassination was the guy that was the trademark, and you hear him say, we're here at the trademark, and the motorcade's going right by us, and they're not slowing down, you know, and all that, and uh, that's uh, one of the things that you heard all over the place, and it's part of the,
6: you know, the lore of the Kennedy assassination, because they were out there covering it live. Yeah, that guy's name was Ron Jenkins on KBOX, and he was later known as Ron McAllister, and he worked, oh, in that market for 40 or some so years. Uh, I think he did some time at USA Network a little bit mm-hmm. in the '80s or '90s, uh, and he worked for KRLD when they were all, all News days. Yeah, he was very. It sounded very young, but it, it was. It's one of the
7: parts of the thing. And if you listen to that, what the world needs now is love. Abraham, Martin, and John. That's the
9: the first
4: That's thing that you hear yeah. on that. That's right. Yep. What you're going to be surprised about, and I and I don't know if they were edited out or maybe they just didn't have many commercials uh, at later on at night between nine and midnight. But there aren't any commercials, and if they did the editing of the commercials out, they did a really good job because I can't tell where they edited them out. That's how good this air trick was edited. But it is what it is. What the sound quality know. isn't the greatest, but um, it, it, you know when you, when you beg and borrow and, and find this stuff, uh, you, beggars can't be choosy. So I'll turn it over to you, Bill. You got it. It's always nice when listeners request air checks, and we can find those air checks. This week is no exception. Thank you, Betty in Knoxville, Tennessee, for this air check. She wants to hear radio station KLIF, but not just KLIF. But KLIF was one of their greatest radio announcers, Russ Knight the Beard. And KLIF at that time was owned and operated by the great Gordon McClendon. So without further ado, what is it back and let the virtual time machine bring us to Dallas, Texas, on August 29th, 1961, as we listen to Russ Knight the Weird Beard on KLIF AM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live.
10: We had
13: Take pick a, pick of there. A good time with us at Cliff Classic with Jimmy Jones. We got four before ten on the Rust Night Weird Beer Dancing Party. Give us a ring at Riverside 78298. And we got a winner for you, Bert Topper of 9129 Van Dyke Street of Big D. Well, Bert said the wrong word of the KLIF Singalong Contest. And just as the song at Twilight, of course, was the right word. And the wrong word was jet. Bert got it there. Bert was on top of it. <laughs> Bert Topper winning $10 in cash. is a crazy song now with Brian Hyland from Dale to Gale. Ranking at twenty eighth this week. Let me belong to you. Make me your soul. Tie
3: me down. Make me be me.
14: Let me be
13: And you got after station identification on all these same networks. This is KLIF AM and KROWFM and Audi 8.7 megacycles till 10 o'clock. From the worldwide chain of KLIF news gathering agencies, all the news is flashed to KLIF Priority One. KLIF Priority One News.
14: Detroit the United Auto Workers Union has chosen General Motors as its strike target. But the union says it will comply with the Federal Mediation Board request to delay a strike at least until after September 6th to permit marathon contract talks. In the senior circuit, Los Angeles 2, Chicago 1. In the first of a twin bill, St. Louis 5, Philadelphia 4. In the second game, after six and one-half innings of play, Philadelphia 4, St. Louis 3. After six and one-half, San Francisco 4, Milwaukee 4. After seven and one-half innings, Cincinnati 3, Pittsburgh nothing. In the American Association. Louisville, 11, Indianapolis, 2. In the first of a twin bill, Houston, 2, Omaha, 1. In the second game after seven innings, Houston, 2, Omaha, 1. After one inning of play, Denver, 1, Dallas, Fort Worth, nothing. You are listening to
13: KLIF, by News.
14: The Donald area weather, the 10 o'clock radar summary, reports no violent conditions in this area. The official forecast, fair tonight, the low temperature in the lower 70s, third of partly cloudy and warm Wednesday and Thursday. Widely scattered, mostly afternoon and evening thunderstorms. the high both days in the lower 90s, the low Wednesday night in the lower 70s. Wind will be southeasterly 10 to 15 miles per hour. Presently, wind is from the southeast at 5 miles per hour, barometric pressure 30.02 and rising, relative humidity 79%. Cliff, Dallas temperature 75 degrees, and Fort Worth in 74 degrees. And now the KLIF five-star headline of the hour. United Auto Workers agree to government request to extend contract negotiations while naming General Motors a strike target if contract is not signed. Gary Delon reporting KLIF news and weather.
13: KLIF Priority One News is on standby. Yeah, 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 yeah. 27 with Bobby Lewis. He's got a one track mind. Hey, I want you to think about handicap people for just about these 10 seconds, and I'm going to be yakking at you. And then promise yourself this is your week to help the handicapped and good to industries by donating repairable clothing and furniture. That's right? my The Weird Beard. We're going to continue to take our Weird Beard dedications for the dancing party up until 10.30 tonight. This is Solomon Burke. <laughs> of my two empty arms. We got 11 past 10 clip time and you are listening to KLIF with more listeners than the next two stations combined. Next on radio, 11 nine. Now, everybody, give us a call out at Slide 78298 if you want a weird beer at the location for your dancing party. Friday. This is Jim to David Shirley from Ronnie and also to Owita Hodge. Well, we're going to see that one uh, for uh, Mrs. Hodge back a little bit later. This is Conway 20. And it's
10: driving me wild.
13: Minutes past 10 o'clock in the Russ Night Show. I'd say gaps between 18 and 35. If you attend to enter the KLIF screen test contest, well, you had better hurry. Hurry, one and all. For September 4th is the deadline for entries. Now, you can send a picture of yourself plus a fact sheet to Cliff. And we'll see what we can do by making you big old skinny movie star. On the wings of the snow. That's the great fifth classic by Ferlin Husky. Celebrate in Dallas. past 10 of the Weird Beard Dancing Party. Give us a call for a Weird Beard Rust Night dedication at Riverside 782-8298-78298. Okay, this is Anna James for some fine friends of mine, Fred and Sue. I'm the way to hodge. Don't cry, baby. James, stand by for another living testament of the Russ Knight
0: show.
13: One, one night oh yeah, everybody, I listen to the Russ Knight show at seven o'clock on KLI because because Russ comes on right after Charlie Brown, and since Charlie comes on at three, right after my favorite Irving then I don't have any other choice.
11: <laughs> love that Leo.
13: Junior KLIF, Dallas listens to 1190. KLIF, number one radio. A weird beer dancing party for Tommy Binder. Number 11, the Castells and Sacred. Okay, to Gloria from Steve and Kitchen to Donnie, uh, Donna Ramsey, Donna Ramsey. Benny King. What she you was there, there before me with the stars above. Souvenir. Souvenir. make oh, That's the one by Benny King, everybody. At 27 past 10, Russ Knight, Weird Beard Dancing Party. And we've only got time for one more, so hang in here now. For a classic buy of the diamonds from uh, our brother Freddie from Donnie. Johnny and Jeannie, Shirley and Greg, Sally and Dick, and also Kay and Crager, Freddy from Donalus. Make it. <laughs> okay, Zip, zip. <laughs> All right, there we go. Those are the diamonds swinging here for the Cliff Classic from KLIF-AM and KROW-FM on 98.7 Mega Cycles. It's 10.30 in Dallas on the Rust Night Show. KLIF, from oh, fire
12: headline.
13: Auto workers agree to
14: continue contract talks with Auto Industries Big Three. Two Negro bandits foiled in robbery attempt at DD Surface service station 1645 South Ewing. Nine-year-old Omaha, Nebraska girl killed by shotgun blast from passing car. Cliff temperature 75 degrees. Complete KLIF news on the hour. My shoes are falling Cause you've taken her
6: away Take
3: good care of my baby Well, take good care of my baby At
13: Number nine in Dallas, Bobby B. Take good care of my baby Was Night Weird Weird Show? Please no more calls. We are not uh, continuing the dance party any longer. This is KLIF, and right now, more people are listening to KLIF. than the next two stations combined, let's put right now, Dion and uh, Somebody That Nobody Wants Together. I'm just a somebody nobody wants. Grays in downtown, big day 74 in Fort Worth from KLIF. KLIF, Dallas listens to 1190. KLIF, number one radio. Say you're feeling low, say you're feeling blue. Tell you what I'm gonna do. I'll tell you what Cliff's going to do. Present the greatest fun value ever offered at the State Fair Midway. Another KLIF first. The first State Fair Midway party. Labor Day, September 4th, 4 p.m. until midnight. Ride every ride on the Midway, all for only one dollar. How's that for an offer? Over 30 thrill-packed rides on the million dollar Midway at the State Fairgrounds. Buy a Cliff Midway party ticket at any Zales Jewelers for just one dollar. The ticket admits you to the Midway party where every ride is yours. 25 rides you can go on as many times as you want. Ride them over and over. All of this at the Cliff Midway Party on Labor Day, September 4th, 4 p.m. till midnight. Meet all the KLIF DJs, join the fun on the Coke Stage at 9 for select acts and contests. Buy your Midway Party Ticket now at any Zales Jewelers for just $1. Zales at Big Town and 102 West Main in Grand Prairie. a uh, Cliff well, Classic. Another sleepless night. Sleepless Night Classic with Jimmy um, Klein. And still want a trip to Miami, New York, Hawaii, or Acapulco. But time is running out, so hurry. Register at any of the hundreds of stores and businesses where you see the big cliff. Green vacation sweepstakes banners. There's nothing to buy, no rhymes to complete. Just stopping today and register for your free jet trip to Hawaii, New York, Miami, or Acapulco. Plus hotel facilities for two for one full week. And 200 dollars in cash to spend as you see fit. It's the chance of a lifetime to win the vacation trip of your dream. Here are just two of the many firms displaying the Big Green Cliff Vacation Sweepstakes Banner. All right, fellas, the Airport Flying School on Court Road at the Furniture Hut at 140-34 Harry Hines and the Dallas-Meyer Company at 2719 Live Oak. we got the cliff time here for you. 21 before 11 on the Rust night show. Time for number four. This is Dick and Dee Dee. Checking very quickly, uh, and he says clear and with cloudy and warm Wednesday and Thursday, with widely scattered afternoon and evening thunder showers. Have a high both day should reach the lower 90s. On well, Wednesday night, lower 70s. Wind southeasterly, currently at 10 to 15 miles an hour. For tonight, it's going to be fair and the low temperature in the lower 70s. Mostly afternoon evening thunder showers. Humidity 79 percent. In Dallas, the mercury 75 degrees, and in Fort Worth, 74 degrees from clip. and the rhythm and blues oh, I don't want to hear any rock and roll give me that rhythm and blues jam one, one, one night. Oh, oh, oh. 11 big thing on the Russ Night Show now goodness you know we don't play any rock and roll here The Charleston Fish and the Russ Night Show. That's done for Danny and the Juniors. Let's see, Charleston reminds me of dancing. Uh, dancing reminds me of Cliff, uh, Fish, Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah, the Charlie Brown Show from 3 to 7 every day. Next on radio, 1190. From the Swing and Cliff's 60 Survey, this is Roy Arbison called Crying.
3: Take a message to Mary. Start talking, mister. It's your nickel. Just tell her I went to Timber too Is that T as in Thomas? But don't tell her I'm in jail. We could kill this. don't
13: tell her I'm
3: in jail. How do you sign this telegram? Yes.
13: Who's sending the message to Mary?
3: postcard me yeah.
13: Sure, and our selection wins. Collect $10 from Cliff. Mail your answer now to KLIF Dallas. It's Cousin Strangler. Get away from 11 o'clock on the Rust Night Show. One, one,
3: nine, oh.
13: From the files and files of Cliff classic Here comes Gene McDaniel. Sing it, Gene. 100 pounds of play He took the 100 pounds of play That's a classic at 8 minutes away from 11 Cliff on. Was the sound of the wild crowd of Yankee fans as they witnessed the history making home run hit by Babe Ruth back in 1927? The 60th home run in a single season. 34 years ago, many have come close in recent years, but no one has ever broken the Bambino's fabulous home run record. This year, it is being threatened by two great ball players, Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris, the bread and butter slammers of the New York Yankees. Murphy and Harrigan are holding a home run derby to see if you, the listener, can guess who will break the home run record and when they will do it. Just put your guess on a postcard today: the player, Maris or Mantle, and the game number in which you think he will break the record. Remember, the record must be broken by the 154th game. Send all entries to Home
4: Run Derby, KLIF Dallas. Earliest postmark will determine the winner in the event of a tie. Remember, send to Home Run Derby. Wow. Radio was so different back then. You just got to hear KLIF AM 1190 from Dallas, Texas with the radio announcer Russ Knight, the Weird Beard. And I want to thank Betty in Knoxville, Tennessee for requesting that radio station. There are very many air checks of Russ Knight, the Weird Beard floating around, so this is pretty rare. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff that's J-E-F-F-Jeff Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800 595 That's eight hundred six nine three zero five nine five, 595 And adoption option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff
5: Bennett. I can say Judy Covington and Steve Nomer when I hear those radio stations. So yeah. Take
0: well, it oh, yeah.
7: I, but, I think well, nobody die. won that contest because he did not set the – Roger Maris did it in game 162, and they wanted it within 154, which was the – that year they had expanded the season because they had two more teams, so they made it 162. And that was the thing where Ford Frick, the commissioner, put the asterisk in the record book for that record. So nobody won that contest. So I don't know what they did about that.
0: I don't I was I, interesting. I, I don't It was either. interesting hearing the, news, the newsman, a young Jerry DeLon, who I remember later on in San Antonio at Channel 5, and then he went yeah, on. He had, he had a long career in the San Antonio. but he was in Dallas, Yeah, and he did the Gary Delon High School Game of the Week at San Antonio, and he, he had Gary Delon Productions where he worked with different yeah. stations. And, yeah, he,
10: and he was also, he, he did some of the
4: uh, Kennedy assassination stuff, too. Yeah, he too. did.
6: Uh, yeah, a couple other things about was, Russ Knight is that he went from KLIF to WXYZ, and then he went over to KILT.
4: And then he also worked in, at Bridgeport, Connecticut in his later years, and he did some work at WNEW in New York. During, yeah, that's uh, what I was
6: going to mention, that. He also worked at KBOX when they were country in the late 60s. He spent a few years there. Uh, he did mornings. I, I know that he's uh, passed
4: away. He passed away a few years ago. He was very he was very ill. That's all. I, I, I can't tell you anymore more than that. We do have some hands raised, and I know we got to get on because Tim's going to kill us at some point, but he doesn't really mind because I know he loves listening to these air checks. And Mike, so... Let me get to you, Mike, and then we'll get to Joe in uh, Albuquerque. Go ahead, Mike.
14: Okay. Um, I know what happened to – I know KLIF moved to 570, but what did they do? Um, what are they
6: doing nowadays on 1190? Uh, 1190 uh, is iHeart. They're, they're the second-rate talk station there. They never show up. Yeah, they,
0: they've been all – ever since KLIF moved to 570, they've had all kinds of different stuff, CNN radio, all uh, these country, they just—it's just been basically a throwaway frequency. Mm. Yeah. And so I that's really. Put,
4: and Mike, did you I like that put air put check? That was a Gordon McClendon station. He owned, he owned KLIF. He also owned KILT. And I know he owned some
0: stations out in California. KTSA in San Antonio. Oh yeah. He had the Texas Triangle. He had the Texas I, Triangle back then. I know he what killed is, himself.
4: Ha- Unfortunately, he had become ill and he couldn't deal with it. I know he, he, he ended up shooting himself to death. But he was a right? great owner of radio stations. Wacky.
0: Station. And sure.
7: that I also shows you know, little... what we were talking about about the different parts of the day. Remember, we had that one from eleven o'clock in the morning from Seattle a couple weeks ago. A lot more mellow. This was uh, rock. They were rocking uh, that night.
4: That's certainly true. Let me get to Joe in Albuquerque, New Mexico, because I don't want to have him. Gonna, I don't want him yelling at me here. Go ahead, Joe.
10: Oh hi. Anyway. I give that air check an A+. plus. Uh, I was into that kind of music way back then, but the funny thing is he kind of reminds me of George Carlin making fun of Top
7: 40 radio on Wonderful, I know. Yeah, I know. yeah, wrong, right, Radio radio. that kind yeah. of
4: voice. And, you know, there are – this. I know there's an air check floating around with him working in Fort Worth, Texas, but I, there, there are other air checks. I know we worked in Orlando, Florida. I don't seem to be able to find them, but but they are available somewhere, so I'll be looking for them. Joe, I love Joe, I, from George Carlin. Uh, I want to thank you very much TikTok. for uh, for that input. So, so I want to thank you very much for that. So, very good, Joe. Thank you. So, Bill, I
5: guess yeah. uh, <laughs> that's the quietest I've ever heard it here. By well, really? <laughs> the way,
0: the news, the Shock. newsman, the newsman Gary DeLon, also died in the early 2000s, also for health reasons. So, just they're both gone. Yeah. Sean, thank yeah. you.
4: For, you are a font of knowledge when it comes to this stuff. Great. <laughs> like I like, he was
0: he was San Antonio television. That's a, I was like hearing a young Gary Delon, I was almost more amazed. It's like because you know I knew of him more than I, I mean I had heard of Russ Knight, but you know I didn't grow up in the Dallas area. I was San Antonio. Was hearing a young guy that I saw when he could barely talk doing TV in the late nineties.
4: Again, again, that's pretty cool, Bill. I want to thank. Uh, I just want to say to guys, uh, whatever air checks you want, I'll try to get them for you. I can't guarantee it.
5: And and Jeff, it sounds like We're Instacart. We're
4: ones as well, but thank you,
5: Jeff. It sounds like Instacart. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! It sounds like you're talking about Instacart. Well, when, company, talk about that, when I make my order, they say, I can't promise it. I promise it. Promise it. So, anyway. My just friend got...
7: ordered, I think it was Monday she ordered. She's not getting it until Saturday. So, you know.
5: We ordered. a yeah.
7: flexible it's, delivery. That,
5: that's what happened
0: to Jeff's award. It's an in Instacart.
6: Yeah, That's,
7: that's
0: right. it. That's well, the it, The other Jeff. day
6: we ordered and we got the, did that five-hour trick that they were talking about on the coffee club. And uh, that worked that day. We'll have to see what happens next we order from there.
5: Yeah. We'll see how my order comes tomorrow. I ordered last week and I only got a third of what I wanted. So, oh boy, we will. Yeah, we, we will see. I'm going to become a vegetarian good. here yeah. before yeah. long if this keeps up. We can't have that. So anyway, thank everybody for participation. You guys really make it fun. So, Jeff, what do you got? You got Dick Shoals. thing you're going to say something, John?
0: I was going to say, have a good Easter, have a fun on those virtual yep, Easter yeah. eggs, everybody. Oh, happy Easter yeah, eggs. And we got Dick
4: Scholl's request, and in the next few weeks, I want to try broadcasting the stations that, that were number one and number two or number three in the ratings and see how they sound in the mornings and what it sounds like now that we're involved in this uh, COVID-19 the virus thing. So that's what I'm going to be doing for the next few weeks.
5: Got it, Jeff. Thank you.
4: Whenever I produce these featured station segments, I try to present radio stations that are doing something different, and I also try to present radio stations that have recently changed formats. This week, I'm presenting a radio station that is totally different from any other radio station I've ever presented on All Things Radio in the 11 years that we've been doing this podcast. And I have to thank Dick in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, who requested this radio station. The radio station we're going to listen to is WMVY FM in Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. It serves Cape Cod, and it's a pretty good radio station. But what you'll notice about this radio station is that they play very on familiar music. There are radio stations that throw back to the old days of the original album rock formats. No restrictions here, just great music. So without further ado, want to sit back and enjoy Radio Station WMVY FM from Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live.
3: This is listener-supported MVY Radio. Tisbury, Martha's Vineyard, Cape Cod, Nantucket, and Newport. At WMVY Edgartown, 88.7 FM, 96.5 W243 AI New and streaming online, thanks to friends of MVY Radio.
0: Good morning, everyone. I'm Joe Stickles. It is 8 a.m. and now time for MVY Radio News. It is currently 45 degrees in Newport, 45 in Falmouth, 47 in Hyannis, 45 on Nantucket, and 47 degrees on Martha's Vineyard in Edgartown. It's 8:05 a.m. That's all for MVY Radio News. Now back to more music with Bill Narkowitz on MVY Radio. <laughs>
11: the MVY Radio.
15: Marcus King and The Well. We heard Look at Miss Ohio from Gillian Welch. And Crosby, Stills, and Nash with Shadow Captain. Starting it off, all things equal. Jason Spooner. Good morning, everybody. Bill Narkowitz here with you on your Tuesday. Album of the Week comes your way tomorrow night. MBY has been doing albums of the Week since I've been here, and I've been here over 20 years. And uh, every Wednesday, we stop everything and play a whole album just the way it should be. Well, tomorrow night is no exception. It's the new one from Puss and Boots. It's called Sister. It's their second album, but they haven't put out an album in like six years. Uh, very well-crafted and very talented ladies, including Nora Jones. You'll, you'll love it. So check it out tomorrow night. 9 o'clock, Puss in Boots, Sister, our album of the week here on MBY Radio.
0: In our upcoming Spring Fund Drive, we've set a goal to increase the number of MVY Radio sustaining donors by 250 people by the end of March. If we can increase our monthly support by that much, it will eliminate the equivalent of two full days of fundraising later in the year. If you're someone who gives 100 bucks to MVY Radio once a year, consider becoming a sustaining donor at 10 bucks a month or more. If we can get 250 people to do this by the end of March, it will ease our fundraising needs later this year. Donate at MVYRadio.org.
15: Well, we've got another spring day, not as sunny as it was yesterday, but just as warm. 58, the expected high today. Showers later today, and they end this evening, then partly clearing 42, the low. And 50 degrees tomorrow for your high, with partly mostly sunny skies for your Wednesday. All right, let's get to some live acoustic and covers. Here's a great cover of Bill Withers by the Neville Brothers on the MVY Radio. of a set of live acoustic and covers and this is MVY radio Y radio it's john mayer and buddy guy together covering sly and the family stone you can make it if you try well that concludes our live acoustic and cover tunes for this morning we heard a cover of simon and garfunkel there from the Lemonheads and mrs robinson and the neville brothers started it out ain't no sunshine when she's gone Bill Withers. We'll have a little bit of sunshine, but mostly cloudy day today. Breezy, a lot of sunshine tomorrow, but still pretty warm for March, I'd say. 58 degrees the high today, 50 degrees tomorrow, and 42 for your overnight low with some showers this evening. Right now, John Hyatt, and 50 degrees here. This is MBY Radio. Mm -hmm. Let's see.
7: This is MVY Radio, Martha's Vineyard, Sip and the world.
15: on my love that's katherine mcclellan and this is from her album coyote a beautiful sound here from an amazing talent she's certainly going to be with us for a while she's a very has a depth and breadth to her songwriting that is pretty much unparalleled to these days we heard you two, one tree hill we heard please read the letter from robert plant and allison krauss and starting that set John Hyatt. Long time coming. The Falmouth Public Library presents Companion Planting with Blackstone Valley Veggie Gardens. And this is happening this evening at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Falmouth Public Library. You can learn which plants grow better next to each other. uh, And... This is so you can make your own vegetable garden at home. Blackstone Valley Veggie Garden's mission is to inspire others to grow their own fresh produce. And they deliver residential and community-based training, consulting, and assistance in vegetable garden development. Uh, this is geared toward adults and older teens. For more info, call 508-457-2555. Or go to org slash events. Again, it's 7 p.m. tonight. Uh, the Falmouth Public Library presents Companion Planting with Blackstone Valley Veggie Gardens.
4: Well, there you go, a different-sounding radio station, a radio station you don't hear very often these days. You just heard radio station WMVY-FM from Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, with their eclectic format. And I want to thank Dick in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, for requesting this radio station. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, you want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett.